Welcome to Houston Home Talk, featuring all things real estate in the Houston area. We'll interview real estate professionals, local business owners, and special guests from right here in the Houston community. This is where you get the inside scoop about what's new in real estate, new community openings, and business openings, and much more. The Houston Home Talk Show starts right now. Welcome, guys. This is James J. with a, uh, another episode of Houston Home Talk, and I'm super excited today. We're going to go off script just a little and talk to Ursula Kraus, who is a business, online business coach, excuse me, online business coach. And I have been following Ursula now for probably several months now, just kind of looking at the content that you've been putting out. And I'm like, I got to have you come on and talk about what you're doing because everything you're coaching on, it relates to my business, which is real estate. And I was very impressed with the content that you've been putting out. So I had to have you on. So thank you. How are you doing today? Absolutely. I appreciate you having me here as well. And I'm doing just fine. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to tap into some awesome business talk. It's my favorite kind of topic. So let's get into it. Yeah, because I'm normally you're the one doing the interview, and now I get to interview you. Yeah, it's like this is weird, but you know, it's okay. You can yeah. Also- <laughs> yeah, so let's kind of set the table. So, you, I've actually met you several years ago. Yeah. You were used to work at, at fitness gym here in uh, Houston, which I used to go to as well, and actually right. still work there. But let's take the audience back a little bit before that. So, kind of take us up to where you were before becoming a fitness trainer into kind of where you are today because it's it's kind of an interesting journey it really has it really has been where do i even start so you mean like before i started a fitness yeah even before that like oh, what wow. got you yeah what led you up to becoming yeah. a fitness trainer yeah oh okay so when i graduate i graduated high school early because i was never that kind of social kind of person i didn't like to be sitting down listening to somebody teach me something I didn't care about like it was just a struggle for me school was a big struggle for me and uh, I always saw myself as like the outcast because mm-hmm. I would always get along better and have better conversations with the teachers and not really the students or my peers so high school in general for me was just hard and it was just boring and I just didn't know why so I felt like I was just an outcast so I ended up like going to this it was called it's called Reigns it's the school that it was they give you the opportunity to finish school faster. So I ended up doing my last year in like two months, basically. And yeah. I, oh, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah, I lost okay. for a second. So I ended up graduating school early. And then from there, I had no idea what I wanted to do. My entire family has always been in business. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do with business. So everyone was either, you know, they own factories, dealerships, et cetera. And I'm over here like, I'm a girl. Like, what am I supposed to do with like a dealership? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Right. Right. All I knew was that I wanted to, I know this sounds, may not sound like too inspiring, but I just wanted to make money. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just wanted to make a lot of money, but I didn't know how to do that. Right. I still didn't know how to do it. So at 18, I was pretty lost in my journey. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I tried college. I dropped out twice. I still didn't know what to do. And the way that I got into fitness training was by training with my dad. So I would go to the gym with my dad and I actually fell in love with working out. 
Okay. Uh, I later on had a manager approach me, say, hey, you want to become a trainer? I said, why not? I have nothing else to do. Let's do it, right? So inspiring. Um, so I became a fitness trainer and I started working out, uh, working at LA Fitness at the time. Yep. That was my very first job, okay? Now, with that being said, a couple of years later, I ended up working at a bigger fitness company, which is where you work at now. Mm, yep. And during that time, during those three years, I had to learn how to sell because I was never that salesperson. Yep. I never knew how to talk to people. I was very introverted. So like putting me in a pool of, you know, dozens and dozens of people at one time was really hard for me and overwhelming. Right. And coming into this gym, it was like you either sell or you don't and you fail, basically. Yep. That's right. So the problem with that, those three years, and I don't want to say problem because everything that I learned there led me to where I am now. Absolutely. Yeah. But the thing was, I actually taught myself almost everything I know now about sales because I said, I didn't go to school. I have no plan B. I don't know what else I would do if it's not becoming, you know, the best trainer, salesperson, whatever. Right. So I started buying books on Amazon. Yep. And this is where my sales journey came to be, right? Yep. So the very first book I bought, which is one of the books that I always recommend for everybody, and I'm sure you know which one that is, it's a little red book of selling. Yes. And actually someone at that gym, uh, you know, Kevin, uh, yeah, totally. KO, he yeah. was the one who told me about this book. And I started reading about sales and I actually felt so in love with interacting with people, how to, you know, get people to uh, influence people to like, you know, become clients or, or yeah. influence people to listen to you or whatever the case may be. So then I just started buying all these different books from Amazon, everything on sales, everything on influencing people yep. and also how to overcome my introvert side of right. me as well. Yeah. Long story, very long story short. Not really short. Shorter. That's all right. <laughs> I got time. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. Go right so, yeah. So what happened was I went from this super introverted person, scared to, you know, tell someone, hey, buy my stuff. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, for me, I believe that I became really, really good at interacting with people. I became really good at actually my closing rate went, you mm -hmm. know, much higher than when I first started to the point that I was like, hmm. Well, if I'm making like $8,000 here, like why can I make the $8,000 for myself? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I don't know. So like, it was just kind of like, I fell in, it, it's weird. Like I fell into fitness coaching, but I also fell into the business aspect of things. And the more I implemented the strategies that I was learning in the books that I was reading, the more results I got, the more momentum I got, and the more I fell in love with what I was doing. Now, what was your plan? So you, you left the fitness to become an online coach. Were you specifically looking at becoming a fitness online coach or did you, what was your plan when you left the yeah. fitness industry to go into online coaching? And then why online coaching? Why not another yeah. business? What, what yeah. led you to the online coaching? Because I love the online business for much of the same reason that you probably do is because it's, it's scalable. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. It's you do it huge. Right. So, but for you, like what, what led you to becoming an online coach specifically? Yeah. It's interesting because when I left my old job, mm -hmm. I left 
without a plan. And most, a lot of people know this because I share my content. Right. I had no plan B. Yeah. I left my job because I was very unhappy and I wasn't fulfilled at all. And I told myself, you know, I can either stick with this job and keep being unfulfilled and unhappy. And I was always in a bad mood because I was unhappy yeah. um, and which was affecting not only, my, not only myself, but also my, you know, my family, my friends, or I can quit and <laughs> so terrible, I think. I don't know. Like, this is like so like cold trick. I'm like, I can quit and just right. figure it out. I'll just figure it out. Like, something's going to happen. Yeah. I'm putting it in the universe. I don't know what's going to happen, you know. And I've yeah. never been that manifest kind of person, but I'm right. like, it. like, I'm done. <laughs> that's right. No, <laughs> right? that's good, though. And sometimes yeah. you just need to burn the ships. You just need to yeah. burn it. I mean, you just need to do it. Yeah. And I know everybody's situation is a little different. Some people may not just yeah. be able to go out and do what you did. Right. So maybe not. Yeah. The best advice for everybody but not, people, not at all. you just need to do it and right. i know you deal a lot with the with the people that you work with just yeah. making that first step and you took right. a big one just yeah. leaving yeah and you see this is the thing so it's very right what you say because i actually i never tell people hey go quit your job right. even with my clients i always teach them how to build their business first mm -hmm. in a way that allows them to quit their job everyone's situation is different because I was very blessed to have a family that supported me throughout that journey. Yeah. And my fear, the fear that I had when I left my job, it wasn't so much of, oh my God, what if I can't pay my bills? What if I can't do this or that? It wasn't so much of that because I'm right. blessed to have a family to support, that supported me. Yeah. But with that being said, I also have a dad, a very strict father that told me, if you don't make this happen, you know, I'm not gonna like right. feed your ass all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I, that kind of like, you know, really pressured me, but also motivated me to give it 110%. So yeah. every one situation is different, but I do believe it's a matter of taking some sort of action and overcoming whatever fear you have, because my fear was very real to me that I didn't want to let my dad down yeah. and actually wanted to accomplish something big for myself. But most people fears, you know other people fear different things like yeah. you know what if i quit my job and i can't and i don't make it so you got to be smart about it too of course. sure absolutely yeah yeah i mean that's self-talk i mean you talk yourself into it talk yourself out of it and i'm yeah. sure this is something you have to deal with with your clients whether it be having them do a facebook live for example because people yeah. get so concerned about what i look like and one of the things i love about your videos is that you don't care <laughs> you don't have to be all you just go yeah and yeah. do it and I mean, again, it's the genuineness that comes across big time when you're doing these videos. And yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why so many people get attracted to what you're doing. Uh, and mm -hmm. honestly, one of the reasons, like, even though I knew I knew you, mm -hmm. you and I really never had a real like a conversation necessarily. Right. Uh, I've just knew who you were and I've just kind of followed you for for the last several months right. um, been doing the social media thing. So I like I said, I admire the fact that you do that. But a lot what can people do because i know that's a big thing is for people to just take that first step whether it just be simply doing a video a live because yeah. people are always concerned about how they're going to look and what other people think and i'm right. talking who cares yeah <laughs> just do it yeah. stop worrying so much about that yeah you know it's funny because when i first started doing lives you worry about the stupidest things right. like yeah you worry about you make up stories in your head yes right so it's so funny because when I first went live, I was worrying about random things like, oh my God, like what are my high school friends going to think of me, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. what? Like, what, yeah. what is, you know, my ex-boyfriend's going to see me? Right. Like, what? You know? So it's like those random things that 
stop you. And if you really look into your fears, most of your fears come from that judgment that you think someone's going to make of you that, you know, it's either a friend or your father or your mom or family. It's, it's someone else's, um, you know, judgment of you that you really truly fear because if you put all that aside, like if you went live on Facebook, for example, just, you know, example, if you go live on Facebook and you had, you know, none of those people that you think are going to make a judgment of you, if you knew they weren't going to watch you, if you knew that they weren't going to be there, or if you knew that they're going to be like, oh, that's awesome that you're doing that. You think you're not going to go on Facebook, go live. Hell yeah, you'd be motivated to go on Facebook because people now are saying awesome things about you. Right. In reality is what actually happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when I started actually posting content that at first I was kind of like shy about because I'm like, I'm speaking, you know, I'm being honest about my story. I'm being honest about what I believe yeah. without the fear of other people's judgment. I started actually getting reached out by actually my ex reached out to me and told me that he was proud of me yeah. right what i feared that i was going oh my god like that's so weird he's gonna like take me funny <laughs> or one of my favorite teachers reached out to me told me how proud he was of me as well you know and most of my clients were my first clients were people that i went to school with right, right. wow so it's like yeah so it's <laughs> wow. like you're really making stories up in your head yes. and it's most of the time it's just because we think that people are going to judge us in a negative way and if you really think about that it's like you're literally allowing people that aren't really in your life affect your decisions in your future like how it makes no sense i mean but yeah i mean people do it all the time you know people say they don't they don't care they don't care they don't but then you know when it comes to doing a, a video or something putting themselves out there they're worrying, yeah. They're, they're worrying about what other people think all yeah. the time. People do yeah. it all the time, and so you know, in real estate, for me, like the I have coaches, and they always have encouraged me to do a lot of what you you talk about. You know, doing the putting yourself out there, putting the content out there, because that's how you attract people to you. Right, of course. and you've done a great job at that. So the businesses that you have worked with, t- give me kind of like a summary of. Uh, what type of businesses are you dealing with? Is it from A to B pretty much or A to Z? What do you, what, what kind of people are reaching out to you yeah. for, for your help? Yeah. So the main business that I work with is online coaches or consultants. So for example, okay. coaches that want to build their business in fitness or mm-hmm. in life coaching, or just basically if you're in a service-based business that you can help others through an experience or a struggle, or you can solve someone's problem, you know, this can be in the finance world too. This right. can be in the, if you're real estate and you're trying to teach other people how yep. to, people how to become a realtor, right? Absolutely. It's like pretty much anything that you have been through that you want to coach other people through, like right. that's the main reason why I become coaches or consultants. So I basically help those people you know, put themselves out there in a way that they can attract their ideal client, the person that they can help and start building their clientele organically. And I say organically because most of my clients don't have like a large following, don't have an email list. They just want to put themselves out there and just try this thing out in order to branch out. Right. But got to start somewhere first. So that is really with the eyeballs that you now have, which most of the time it's either on your Facebook or in your Instagram. 
and how to utilize those eyeballs in a way that will, you know, attract that paying client and, you know, start building your social proof, building your reputation yeah. to one, one day you can actually branch out. So that's basically what I How, what would you recommend? So if someone's looking and listening, what, what would you recommend them starting with as far as there's so many platforms right now, you know, there's, yeah. and the algorithms are changing with Facebook oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and the live is one of the things that Facebook is the stories. That's where they're going. Like they are putting so much into the stories that we're putting yeah. on Facebook now, because obviously Instagram has the, you know, Instagram uh, stories as well. So what would you recommend for people that may be looking to get started? Cause like I said, you can get overwhelmed with this. Like I said, there's a, there's a platform for everything and there's always a new one on the rise. So mm-hmm. we know obviously IG, Instagram and Facebook are the two main ones right now. Mm-hmm. So what do you recommend for people that are maybe looking to start? any recommendations whether it be facebook or, or instagram post yeah. or whatever whatever the case may be yeah i mean that's a good question because it's something that i feel so strongly about that i coach my new clients on yeah. and i always tell them you know i always ask them where do you have the most eyeballs right now okay. and a lot of the times we want to go with instagram because on Facebook, you know, people know us, people right. are, you have friends, you have <laughs> yeah. exes, you have teachers, right. whatever. So we don't want to, you know, put ourselves there because we're shy and timid to know those people. Point. Yeah, that's but, a great But the thing is this, people will buy from you, will, you know, will purchase whatever it is that you have to offer or, you know, will dive into an offer if and when they do like and trust you. Right. So, and we already know that in the sales world, if people don't like and trust you, they're not gonna buy from you. And on Facebook, most of the time, I want to say 95% of the time, mm-hmm. you already have a, you know, a handful of people there that might need your help, that could need your help, but they just don't know that you have something to offer. Right. What better way to present an offer or to present your service to someone that already has a sense of trust and like for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, on Instagram, I'm not saying Instagram, Instagram has been, you know, has blown up for yeah. me in the past few months, but I started on my Facebook. Right. The reason why is because on my Facebook, I was able to gather social proof, enough social proof to yeah. where I could branch out on other platforms where my leads were more warm to cold leads. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would say, you know, whether that is Instagram or whether that is Facebook, figure out where you have the most eyeballs but at the same time, take into consideration that most people on your Facebook right now, there's going to be more people there that already have a sense of trust for you. And those right. are the people that are easier to convert into paying clients once yeah. you give them something that they need. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. You're right. I think Instagram is a little, and like I said, it's changing a lot with, with a lot of the stories and where they're in the IGTV. A lot of that is 20 I'm, I'm thinking next year because a lot of people aren't using IGTV right now right now it's not right. it's not really big mm-hmm. I think it will be it's coming it will for sure um, yeah. so that's a great point though but but the number of people that you already have on Facebook that makes that makes a lot of sense so for people what do you suggest for people like how can they get out of their comfort zone and get to a point of being okay with just doing and not trying to prepare and have everything completely perfect because I think people first of all they they underestimate what's in their mind I I know Mm -hmm. I had this when I first got started in just in real estate and trying to start even with the podcast I've been doing this a while as far as real estate business goes but because I do it all the time I don't think it's not a big deal to me 
And I'm like, exactly. and I know you have to deal with people who just kind of think like, who yeah. would really want to know what I have up here? <laughs> like, because right. you know it and you assume yeah. it's not a big deal for other people. So yeah. what do you advise people? Because I know this is something that I, you just got to get out of your own head and just understand mm-hmm. it. There's a lot of people that all the information that you know, a lot of people need it and they don't know it. Right. Yeah. You know, okay. So there's a couple of things that I tell my clients because I deal with this every single Mm -hmm. time that I I enroll a new client. And that is one, the very first thing. And I know like people will hear this from gurus all the time. And that is, what is your why? Know your why or whatever. Okay. Yes. The thing is most people, I don't think know how to narrow down or they don't have their why right. right. And what I mean by that is that if you ask somebody, hey, what's your why? Oh, well, I want to be successful or I want to make money. I want to work from home. I'm right. like, but why? Right. And I think that when you dive into that real why, like for me, my why is so deep that when I think about, oh, I'm nervous. Because look, I still get nervous right, right. before I hit that live button, okay? Yeah. I still feel, I still feel nervous. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that I'm doing this this podcast with you, I've done a couple, yeah. but I still get, I'm sweating right now. I still get nervous. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I still have that, like, I want to say the right things. What if yeah. I say something stupid, right? So, but every time I feel that fear, which that fear, you know, I felt it a lot more back then, but I still feel it. But it's a matter of acknowledging that fear, acknowledging the fact that it feels uncomfortable. But because my why is so important to me, like I'm going to just stump on that yeah. you know fear and just say you know what like screw you because my why is more important than you and yes i do talk to my fear okay it's like this little like devil right here and i do talk <laughs> to right. it okay Absolutely. i do talk to it yeah. but i think that you have to discover what your real why is that deep why and to yeah. give you an example and i tell this to my clients you know for me it's like the the fact that you know i saw my parents struggle so much growing up mm-hmm. and so i can have these opportunities for me, it's like every time I even think about it, I, I get emotional. Yeah. And because of that, I'm like, I'm doing them. You know, it, it's it's almost like I'm not honoring them if right. I don't fucking go live yeah. on my Facebook. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like yeah. little things like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So like that is the number one thing. It's know your real why. And if that is enough for you, that's important enough for you, then you'll just, you know, talk to the fear and say, screw you. Like, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. And also understand that your brain is meant to, it's wired to protect you from anything that feels uncertain or fearful or scary. So your fear is actually doing what it's meant to do, which is protect you, but it doesn't know that you're stopping yourself from doing something that you actually want. So you have to rewire your brain to say, oh, hey, like I feel the fear, I get you, and I know that you're scared right now, but I'm gonna do this anyway because it means a lot to me and it's a good thing, it's not a bad thing. It's just a matter of just knowing where that fear comes from understanding why you're actually doing this. And if it's important enough to you, you're going to just have a conversation with that fear and feel the fear, feel how uncomfortable it is, yep. but do it anyway, because yeah. the more you do it, the less that fear will show up and the less uncomfortable it will be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now all the gurus or, you know, all the, everybody had, everybody has fear. Everyone. Every yeah. single person. It's yeah. just like you said, they do it anyway. They mm-hmm. have enough. The why I have. So you have you read uh, Start With Why, Simon Sinek? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I talk about all and it's 
although it's a business book typically mm-hmm. it, it relates to everything it, it does it does Personal it does business. it's like why do you and most people don't think that deep as to really like why do i do what i do yeah <laughs> they don't the most people don't really know yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so they're just kind of coasting through life and it's like you know, I, I I bring this up because it just happened because my one of my best friend's brother just passed away and it, last mm. week. So oh, I've been doing a whole lot of it, 48 years old. And so I've been doing so much reflecting, like, yeah, you just don't know. And it was completely, oh, so, yeah. you, know, you didn't know, it just happened. And so it was just last week, it's just been a lot of reflecting and kind of like, okay, I've really got to get whatever it is that I'm going to be doing, like yeah. I got to get on it now. And so I try yeah. to encourage people, you know, when I'm teaching classes or whatever, like guys don't take these days for granted, like mm-hmm. get out there, do it. And so figuring out the why, what can you help people with as far as that? I'm assuming that's part of what you do is helping people mm-hmm. first of all, figure out why do you want to do fitness or whatever it is? How do you go about maybe helping people figure out what their why is and kind of yeah narrowing it down to be able to because you can have a why but being able to convey that to other people yeah. and have that be a and have them attracted to you to be able to ultimately turn that into a business which is i know that's largely what what you do is you help people yeah. narrow down so as far as figuring out the why what what can people do to help figure yeah. out the why yeah um so when it comes to that it's interesting because it does take, you know how it takes a little while for a new person to kind of open up to you? Yeah. Like when you're first, like as a fitness coach, right? Yeah. I, I would ask somebody, hey, hey, like, what are your goals? Oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. Right. Okay. Why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Well, you know, I just, I want to feel more comfortable, you know, in my skin. Okay, cool. Why do you want to feel more comfortable in your own skin? Well, you know, I, I just, you know, I just feel like I can't really wear the things that I want to wear. I'm like, why do you want to wear other stuff? Well, yeah. because, I want, you know, so basically yeah. the process that I take them through is so simple as yeah. just keep asking why, yeah. why, why, but also not just saying why, why, why. It's like having right. a conversation with that person about every single one of the responses. So for example, let me ask you, James, so this is literally a process that I take my clients through. Okay? okay. So let me ask you this. Why did you start this podcast? I wanted to provide a lot of content in a way where people can, besides if I just love real estate, but I wanted to be able to put content out for people to be able to have it with them at all times at any, no matter where they're, they're at. And so I feel like podcasting is kind of the wave of the future and voice, even though video is huge, I think voice was uh, one of the things. And I have a mentor who also encouraged me to start a podcast. Okay, cool. So why do you want to add so much value to these people? I think because the real estate business, there's so many, there's so much misinformation out there as it relates to real estate. And so I've been doing it for about 14 years in the real estate Mm -hmm. business. And I feel like the information that I've learned, the the experiences that I've had over this 14 years, it can help somebody else that's either never been through it or currently in it right now. And so that's why... That's, but that would be the why for okay. uh, why I wanted to do that. Okay, cool. How is this going to impact your life, though? How is starting this podcast and delivering so much awesome value to these people impact your life? I think when people see me or hear me, they look at me as the authority. Right. And that's ultimately what I'm going after because once people start looking at you as the authority mm-hmm. in real estate, and it's not me asking people for business, I will right. just attract 
a business because I'm putting out the content first. Right. I'm trying to get the the no like and trust before I go and say, hey, do exactly. business with me. So that's yeah. why. Okay, cool. So you want to be the authority yep. in your field by putting out content that you know it's valuable and, and, and you know it's going to help people. Mm-hmm. So by putting yourself as the, by establishing yourself as the authority in your field, how is that going to impact your daily life? How is that going to impact your overall life? You know, meaning your friends, your family, yourself as a person, how does becoming an authority yeah. impact your life in that so, way? Ultimately, it will boil down to people doing business with me. That means I have more transactions. That means I'm selling more homes, generating more gross commission income for myself and my family. And so the ultimate goal is to have more business, work with more people, make more money, ultimately, to be able. I've got two kids, and so they need money. And I have a wife who also, although she's very independent, <laughs> let me put that out there. <laughs> so you want to provide for your family. You want to provide also, for your children also, and your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So how so? Like, how does that make your life better? How does that make you feel providing for your family? Oh, it's it's everything for me. Because in this business of real estate, there's a lot of ups and downs. And right. so there's a lot of unpredictable Yeah. Uh, months sometimes you know seasons sometimes where you know it's a lot lower in volume than than some other times so ultimately i think by being the authority and having all the content out there it generates more business for me ultimately to be able to kind of to overcome when those times are a little bit lower or volumes low business is slow it helps me to offset that and still be ultimately present because i'm a i get worried a lot Mm-hmm. about stuff that I probably shouldn't and mm-hmm. ultimately it affects me being mentally there with my kids when I should be present and yeah. I'm thinking about and, and, and it, it's, it's, it's been like that for a while with this being in this business where I'm always thinking about the next deal right yeah and absolutely so awesome the why of really why uh, it helps me be more present quite honestly when you've got deals and money and so forth I don't have to think about next deal, next deal, next deal, because I've done that for years. Yeah. Okay, cool. So your why ultimately is to provide for your family and to be more present with your children. Awesome. Absolutely. Right there for me, I wouldn't even stop out there. I'll stop right here because I can have an hour conversation with you. Yeah. But we take that why so deep. Yeah. I'll still come and ask you like, you know, why do you feel the need to provide for your family? Did you have a lack of something when you were younger? You know what I mean? Like did you see your parents struggle and maybe you don't want your kids to see you struggle the same way that you saw, you know what I mean? So for me, that's how strong it is. So right now I would say that your why is to provide. It's not only I want to add value. I want, yeah, that's all awesome. But you first, I believe you gotta be selfish first. Yes. Happy yourself first in order to make other people happy. So your why ultimately is to provide for your family, your wife and your children and be more present with them. Yeah. And a lot of times, and I would even say, you know, probably to have more freedom, right? To have more time with them. Because you know that all we do here is just everyone talks about work, 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 and then you go to sleep and then you work. And then that's that's how your relationships are broken. That's how families are broken. So I like that because your why I believe is to have a better relationship with your wife, your family, and just be there for them um, in ways that you couldn't, you know, if you're at work all the damn time. Right. 
So I like that. So that's kind of like the conversation yeah. that I take my clients through. That's and good. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of like getting, but that's the thing. Like you can't, you're not just going to say, well, I want to provide for my family and my friends or, or my family and my children. And I want to be there for them. I want to pre- be present for them because I wasn't when right. I was about like, you're not going to open up like that that's right. at first. Yeah. So I think having a conversation and asking why and why and how that impacts your life. Like that's huge to find in the real why is how will that impact your life? Yeah. How will, you know, starting a business impact your life? And that will start, you know, diving into the real reason why they actually want to start a business online or, you know, real estate or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Look, you got me inspired right now, Ursula. There you go. That will, I'll pay PayPal me. That's I'll send awesome. an invoice. That's, uh, that is definitely not something that pretty much anybody's going to do. They're yeah. not going to that deep with it, which is, uh, that's, that is, that's great. So what now you, so you have your online coaching program. Mm-hmm. How do people reach out to you? I know it's, you know, we got two weeks left in this, this year before we hit mm-hmm. 2019. So are you doing anything right now offer wise for any, any, any people that are maybe interested in getting in touch with you for online coaching or consult or whatever it is that, uh, that you may be offering for the next, next couple of weeks or so? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the last next, the, I mean, the last two weeks of December, I'm doing one-on-one coaching for the rest okay. of the year, but I will no longer be doing one-on-one coaching the way that I'm doing now, which is I meet with my clients every single week. I'm actually scaling in January. So in January, I'm actually going to launch a uh, six weeks mastermind. And that's what I'm going to be working on for the next two weeks. So with that being said, I'm taking probably and that you, whoever's following on following me on social media, will see this offer. I'm taking three more clients on this month, the last three okay. clients for December. And then after that, I will be launching my six weeks mastermind and I will be bringing on a new, you know, big amount of people within that group. But as far as where they can find me, honestly, I'm on Facebook and on Instagram. That's where I connect with most of my, most of my uh, clients. So, you know, you can add on somewhere here. I don't know. I will. So the uh, mastermind is that, do you already have a date set for that to to start? Is that going to be a, like a a live or how's the mastermind going to work? Yeah. So the mastermind, I will, and I'm actually finalizing everything to start promoting that because there's going to be, I'm putting together a free challenge, a webinar, all this fun stuff. Um, but as of now, I believe that the mastermind will be January 20th. Like that's when it'll actually start. So I'll be announcing it, promoting it, you know, uh, between December 26th and, you know, so on. So yeah. And the mastermind will be live. Like I am doing right now, you know, I do weekly lives with my, with my clients, but the difference is that it's going to be in a group setting. It's no longer going to be one-on-one. So yes, there is coaching calls with my clients, but I have an online course where that's where they find all the lessons, all the modules, basically the guide to help them start their coaching business. So that actually, uh, you kind of answered the question I was going to ask you because oh, okay. I'm gonna, I was going to ask you. I know it's okay though. It's okay. Cause I was going to ask you, what are you doing in 2019 or what plan oh, yeah. for 2019 that maybe yeah. you haven't done yet? Yeah. Obviously the mastermind is one. And, and is, mm-hmm. are you doing that just because you feel like you can reach more people that way? Is that the main reason behind that? Or is there something um, else with the uh, behind yeah. the mastermind? So, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of answered your question in a yep. way, but there's something that I've been working on the last, you know, 18 months that I've okay. been online. The thing is, the reason why I want to do a mastermind is not only to it's to scale, mm -hmm. but the reason why I'm able to do that now is because the last 18 months I've been focusing on one-on-one -on -one coaching, which has helped me build a lot of social proof. Yeah. And there's only so much you can handle when you're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. And to get to the next level, you do want to scale somehow. Absolutely. So this is the way that I have found to scale. It's not so much of like reach more people. I'm reaching the same amount of people, but right. but I'm actually being able to help, you know, uh, reach more people. Yes, yeah. I guess that's the same question. You know, just help more people as well, yeah. but also to help myself scale yeah. in my business. And, you know, I've, I wasn't going to say this live because I, it's something that I have. It's my goal. And I wish I could show you what I have on my laptop right here. I have like this little sticker here that said that has like my big goal for January. Okay. And uh, if I do present this goal here, I'm really going to have to like kick it in the rear to make it happen. So right. it's going to keep me accountable, right? Yeah. Um, so for 2019, the way that I want to scale is by making my first 20K, my 20K month. And okay. I have right here, it says 20K in January. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> okay. So that is Mr. Grant Cardone. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I'm, you either I'm hate him or love him. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of my biggest goals is to hit one of my biggest months. Like okay. I said, you know, I love what I do. I love helping people, but I also like Grant Cardone says, I love the money too. You know, I mean, look, we, yeah, we, uh, as much as I love, I mean, yeah, we, we got to have the, the money to, to do things, you know, as, yeah. as much as, but it does help when you're able to do something that you truly love. I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah, you'll work. I heard um, Lori, it's a Grenier from Shark Tank. Yeah, Lori, yeah, yeah. And she's got this quote that says that entrepreneurs are like the only people that will work 100 hours to avoid working 40. Yeah. <laughs> and it is the truth. It is so true. So, okay. So you know how, you know, this weekend is Christmas. Yes. So we have freaking like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, uh, Monday, Tuesday off. Yeah. And I was telling my boyfriend, I'm like, oh my God, because it's an entrepreneur tour. We're like, oh yeah. my God, this weekend's going to suck. Because yeah. it's so slow. You're not doing anything. Oh uh, yeah. But you're right. Like when you actually really enjoy what you do, it's like, I could, I could work all damn day and I don't yeah. even notice working like, 12 hours. Yeah. I'm like, oh crap, it's nine o'clock at night. Yeah. I should probably that's, sleep. that's living. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's living when you don't even, you know, it doesn't matter the hours. You're yeah. not counting the hours till it's time to, to yeah. Because if you're like looking forward to Friday, you can't wait for Friday at five o'clock. Oh. Like you need to find something else to do. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, it's Friday's going to be slow again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, wait, because you know, everything normally, the outside, the normal world, I guess, I mean, everything. Yeah. You know, Saturday and Sunday, people just, they just check out until Monday yeah. morning. Yeah, that's so bad. I'm the same way. Yeah. When it comes to Saturday, I'm like, oh man, I can't do this. I can't really work like I would normally. Certain things, because I just can't get access to, to uh, things. <laughs> so, yeah. But, so I will make sure I post all your social media stuff. I'll make sure I post it yeah. so everybody can reach out to you. Cool. Mastermind, once you get a little more detail about it, send it to me so I can post yeah. it and let everybody know. And I literally could sit here and talk to you more about. I know, same here. Let's just. But chat. then you charge me more. So what else going on? In your life? <laughs> I, you know, right now for me, it's just about planning. I'm. Uh, I just. I saw one of your uh, posts with. Uh, I don't know if it was a client or someone that was talking about how you 
And I'm the same way as far as like scheduling stuff out a month in advance. And you don't like yeah, to no. do it. I can't do it. No, I did. <laughs> very hard. So how far out will you plan? Do you go days, a week? I mean, you know, obviously mm-hmm. stuff happens during the week where maybe you want to, you may change up. So how far yeah. do you go out planning or do yeah. you plan or just more like 24 hours at a time? I never planned, dude. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. Like when I first started, and this is what I recommend anyone who's just starting, uh-huh. it's, you know, I don't stress out too much about creating like you'll see all these videos and and gurus talk about oh let's block you know this amount of time so you can create this batch of content and i'm like if you're doing that then i feel like you kind of lose that authenticity because it's like you're kind of forcing yourself to talk about something right what if you get inspired tomorrow about talking something else you're gonna be like oh well i'm not gonna post that because i'm the plan like no so yeah. I do recommend being a little bit more strict with your schedule when you're yeah. first starting because you're trying to get into the momentum of, you know, being consistent, right? Yeah. So that's important. And the way that I would do it, you know, or the way that I did when I first started. Right. Yeah, sure. When I first started was um, I knew what days I wanted to post. So for okay. example, I knew that I wanted to post Monday through Friday. I knew what times did the best for me with some trial and error. So I'm like, okay, between 11 to 1 p.m. I'll post. And then on top of that, as far as I would go is picking the topics that I wanted to talk about each week. So for example, I created like a theme each each month to where if I was in the fitness industry, maybe one week I'll talk about nutrition. The next week I'll talk about fitness, mindset, et cetera. So maybe coming up with themes can help you stay on track with your content because I think that's so stressful, especially when you're first starting and right. you don't really know like, you know, who your ideal client really is, what your message really is. And you're figuring this out. How are you supposed to create so much content around that? Like, yeah. no. So the more you're consistent with the, with the, um, with posting the times of day you're posting and the topics, you will start gathering a lot of information through feedback of your audience. And you say, Hmm, this topic does well, or hmm, this time does well. Um, so I would say maybe like create themes on a weekly basis and stick to those themes and see what theme does the best. Now, as of now, I've gone to a point where I know my ideal client so well, I know my message so well, I know my story very well. So all I know is that I know I post, uh, most of the time I'm posting Monday through Thursday and Saturday mornings. Those are the best for me. The times is anywhere between 11 to one. Those are the best for me. And I always pick either an ideal client struggle, a question, or I share my story. And I know now what my audience likes to hear more of. So I'll recreate that over and over again in different ways, because at the end of the day, marketing is super boring. It's very simple. And it's just saying the same damn thing over and over again in different ways. That's it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. yeah so don't stress out too much about like content schedule right. just you know pick some times topics to talk about and put it in your calendar put it in your yeah. schedule yeah. yeah and that consistency thing is that's i think that's that might be the most important thing is consistency doing it at the set whether it be the same day or time whatever you choose yeah but doing it so people get used to it because a lot of people will start and then stop and start and start. you can't build any momentum doing it, anything yeah. Um, that way. So that is great information and great advice. So mentors. Now, who are, what are you reading right mm-hmm. now? And who are some of your mentors? My top favorite person that I've actually been listening to since 
I don't know if I, want, I even want, want to mention the gym's name. I don't know if that's a bad thing or not, but you know, the, the, my, okay. last, <laughs> yeah. my last job. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you how great they were. So my last job, so this has been like six years, six, seven years that I've been following this one life coach, now author. His name is Brendan Burchard. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah. That was the very first one because I've never been into self-improvement until yeah. I started listening to him. So Brendan Burchard, I followed for so long because I feel like he'll hit every single point. Like right. whether it's about business, relationships, life, he can connect with you in such great uh, in a such great way that allows you to implement those strategies and actually see results. So yeah. Brandon Richard is one of the biggest motivators, yeah. you know. Now that's like that's my ride or die. Like that's my two okay. belt, no okay. matter what. Now, as far as an idol, more someone that I look up to that I want to be like uh -huh. and that I have admired for for quite some time. Her name is Marie Forleo. Do you know who that is? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Her. Yeah, she. Uh... So, yeah, so a lot of the people that you know, there's like this connection of, uh, because she did a, a course with video guy. His name is actually, his name is James. I'm about to lose. He's a video guy out of California. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm uh, forgetting his name right now, but I know her from him because okay. I would follow him on doing a lot of video stuff and she reached out to him to help her with some, some, uh, kind of creating her content via video. Yeah, that's cool. And so, yes, I am familiar with her. So she's, and I don't, I don't, I don't follow her that much. So I don't know. Just I know she's big. Just don't yeah. know how big because I don't follow her that much. Yeah, yeah. And what I really like about her too, though, it's well, right now she's more in the business side of things. So right. you know, she has business courses and teaches yeah. you about copy and how to build your brand online. But what I like about her too is that she started when she was in her early twenties. Yeah. So she kind of started like me, and she yeah. was a fitness coach as well so she has a lot of uh, fitness stuff out yeah and she, you know she she went from fitness to business so it's kind of i relate so much to her yeah. and her her style of coaching i really enjoy so yeah. marie orleo yep. uh, brandon richard and i'll i'll name one more that of course you know and you either hate him or love him and his name is gary v <laughs> you either hate yeah. that guy or love that guy and i think like <laughs> i can take him like you know, here and there, like yes. if I'm really kind of like losing motivation and yeah. I, I'll listen to one of his videos, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go again. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And so Gary, Gary V and Grant are very similar. Gary V's probably, yeah. Actually, I don't know who's more, <laughs> who's uh, more up front In different front. ways, like, I think. They are. They, yeah. They're slightly different, but, I, and I love Gary V, but I'm the same thing. There's certain things that, you know, he uh, has no filter whatsoever, which is good yeah. <laughs> for a lot yeah, of people. Who he is. Yeah. Like they yeah. really need it. Yeah. And there are times where I need it. You know, I'm going through yeah. something and I'll Same. just go listen to Gary Vee and I'm like, all right, I need to yeah. just get like, oh, <laughs> shut Grant. up. Yeah, talk, or Grant. Yeah. yeah. Stop being a little bitch. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a bitch. Yes. So yeah. all these people and another one for me is like, so Ed Milet is huge for me. Love Ed Milet. Okay, you got me on that one. And, I don't know that one. He's an entrepreneur as well. He actually trained, he, he was actually coached by uh, Tony Robbins. Oh, nice. Um, okay, cool. A while ago. So MLS, really good. And then the other one for me is Darren Hardy. That's Those are probably. Okay, okay, right. okay. Darren cool. Hardy's the, I like that. used to be publisher of Success Magazine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I follow awesome. his stuff. Super. So compound effect. I talk about it all the time this time of year because everybody's thinking about January 1st and yeah. trying to build new habits. And the compound effect is an excellent book because yeah. it's all about habits. Cool. So, I'll have to read that one then. It's awesome. Even if you get the audio book, it's really, really good. And he's a super disciplined guy. Nice. Almost 
almost excessively <laughs> disciplined with what he does, but it's a great read. Cool. So, well, good. Well, I appreciate you so much. I have been, yeah. kind of, this is a little selfishness because I've been watching you. I'm like, I want to talk to Ursula. That's good. <laughs> no, I meet with people. You know, I'm learning and listening to, to people. So that's the nice thing that, you know, I get to uh, get to listen to you. And yeah. like I say, anything I can help you with as you start getting information on this mastermind or anything else, let me know. Sure. I'd love to have you come on and talk again anytime you want to. But I will uh, I will definitely promote whatever you've got going on at any time. So, yeah, for sure. I'm actually out. planning on starting my podcast in January, too. So you're ah, gonna be there we go. My list. My list. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love, I love podcasts. And that's yeah. kind of the the voices. That's kind of the thing that people look yeah. at. They can just listen to yeah. it in the background, have it in yeah. their pocket. Just it's and now Alexa, you know, you just say, Hey Alexa, play Ursula's podcast. I mean it's so cool. It's yeah. Awesome. So podcast awesome. is great. So if I can help I don't you even with know that, you music let... is anymore. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm just saying, wait. I know you said you like cut off music. I, I pretty much <laughs> yeah. do the same thing. I just yeah. listen to podcasts all day long. All day yeah. long. So yeah, yeah. It's just so it's yeah, it's a great way to keep motivated and inspired yeah. because you know you're hearing all this you know positivity and most of the time people are feeding their brains with negativity yeah. whether that is a co-worker or tv or yeah. social media so you know that's the big thing too like absolutely mm -hmm. well i appreciate it again i like I said, i'll get everything posted website everything cool. posted so people can reach out to you and uh, okay we will do this again soon. I promise we will. Oh, we will. You're going to be in mine soon, too. So. Sounds good, Ursula. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you. So All much. right. We will talk soon. Take care.